Welcome to the Victor Collins Sabre podcast. We pray the Holy Spirit will speak to you and stir you up as you listen to this anointed, transformative, and down-to-earth teaching by Bishop Collins. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Enjoy the message. Amen. Give Jesus a big hand clap and you may please be seated. Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 6. Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 6. Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 6. My message is simply a faithful man who can find. A faithful man who can find. So Proverbs says that most men, most men, Annie and Annie, <laughs> most men, most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness. Most men who proclaim everyone his own goodness. But a faithful man who can find. As we draw, um, um, we close a season and getting ready to start another season, I want to encourage you about faithfulness that if it comes to faithfulness, you can easily be deceived that you are faithful. That, that's what the scripture says. Most men, if, if you probably look at the word most, um, Strong says is abundance in any respect. Um, great, huge. Many more in number, most, much, multitude, plenty. So, can we agree that this is something like about 90%? Or even 95%? Will it be fair to say that? That instead of saying most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness, that we can comfortably say 95% of people think that they are okay when it comes to faithfulness. Oh, I've been serving. I've been around. I've been doing what I've been asked to do. I've not missed service once this year. But that, that, does that mean you're faithful? Every or most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness. It means that people will hardly be critical of themselves. That is why it's important when you have somebody in your life who can tell you that this thing you are doing is not right. You should really appreciate the person because you will never look at yourself in a very critical way. Sometimes you can maybe humbly, or we call it um, uh, uh, the humility of a dog. You know, humbly say that, oh, um, you know, yeah, nobody's perfect and all kinds of things that the jargons that we, 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 we proclaim and profess around. But to look at things critically. You'd be surprised that many of us will not do that. 
And even if it's pointed out sometimes, you rather, that, oh, yeah, I know, but. Yeah, it is true, but. I understand, but. And so, proclaiming your own goodness is something I want you to look at and move away from as we end and begin another chapter. It will be good for you to tell yourself, I, I wasn't good at all in 2023. It, it will be a fair, it will be good, in fact, it will be an excellent and a very humble place to be to say that, you know what, 2023, I, 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 I didn't try at all. I, I, are you with me? So, so, sometimes, for example, when people tell me nice things, I, I don't feel it. Yeah. I don't know how I got there, but yeah, it, 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 it's, I'm not moved by those things because you, you, you may be wrong. I, I, I follow what I'm saying. Yeah, your, 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 your assessment of me is not, it's not deep. It's not final. There's somebody who assesses us. And his name is called God. And he has his word. And he says that most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness. And sometimes we take that to other people. People tell you nice things, but it makes you feel nice. But, but, but it's not really true. Oh, you sing very well. But maybe it's not true. You don't sing very well. <laughs> no, no, I sing better than Mika. But it's not true. You don't speak better. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. No, you, no you, you'll be surprised. See, prophet said something. When was it? I don't know whether it's this morning or last week. He said that, this like and share thing that you talk about, and it's true. He said when he was in medical school, the lecturer would teach. Everybody would say, do you understand? They would say yes. Because everybody feels some way to say, I don't understand. You feel stupid. Yeah. To say, sir, all the things you, you, you spoke about, I don't understand anything. Many people don't do that. So when you say that, oh, I don't understand, the people look at you and say, What's the, what's the problem, really? Yeah. So, so it is, that's a hypocrisy in life. So when you say, when he said that, oh, like and share, you think that everybody knows how to like and share. So everybody who knows it. Then he said, okay, take us through the like and the share. And then somebody was taking him and he was saying it on, on, on air. Because to really say that 2023, he didn't do well. Maybe you like to say it, but you don't want somebody to tell you. Are you there? Because when you say it, you, 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 you pretend and you, you have this, uh, hum, uh, the dog kind of humility. That's, oh, okay. All right. I mean, I said it myself. I know that I'm not perfect. But if we're to look at things critically, will you be happy? Will you really, really accept that, you know, you are proclaiming your own goodness? Look at what the... Um, uh, um, the W.E.B., the Orthodox version says, it says, many men claim to be men of unfailing love. Many men claim to be men of unfailing love. But who can find a faithful man? Who can find a faithful man? Let this be the question that you ask yourself every day of 2024. 
Am I being faithful? Because remember, the first part says that if you are asked, you say so. In fact, there's a proverb uh, from where I, I grew up. I was born. It says that nobody points their left finger to their father's house. Nobody points to their father's house with their left hand and the finger like that. Why? Because in our culture, you realize that the left hand is, is used for unpleasant things, uncomely things, things that are not very, you know, um, decent. And so if your father builds a house and you grew up in the house, and you enjoyed the things that your father was able to provide for you to enjoy, then when you are talking to somebody and pointing to your father's house, you will not use your left hand. You understand where I'm coming from? Because it is a place where, even as you are speaking, it is, that is what builds you up. So you can use the, the hand that is not worthy or that is not comely to point to it. You, you, you point to your father's house with pride. You see, that is my father's house. Just like when you meet something, you say, no, I, I mean what I'm saying. It's a sign that you, you, you mean. You, who wants to hit their chest? It's not nice to hit your chest. If somebody hits your chest, you say, hey, what's that? you probably even hit them too. But we hit our chest just to, as a sign to say, you know what? What I'm saying, I mean it, and it's true. It's from my heart. So when it comes to faithfulness, you have to understand that for many of the things that happened in 2023, Many of us were not faithful. Many of us didn't show unfailing love. That's what the W.E.B. version of the Bible says. Unfailing love. Many men, most men proclaim everyone of his unfailing love. Has your love been unfailing? Has your love not failed? Didn't your love, your love get a, a run out of gas? Didn't your love run out of gas in April of this year? Didn't your, your love run out of oil this year? Your commitment and your, your, your hard work and your dedication, they did not run out of gas a bit in 2023. If you are going to be faithful, you, you became a little cold. You were not consistent throughout. So a faithful man, it, 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 Solomon is saying, it's a very rare thing to find. Just like the Bible says, a virtuous woman who can find a faithful man who can find. So if a faithful man is something that's very difficult to find, then you and I must be very, very, very careful in the things we do. In fact, the, 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 Jesus said that unless our righteousness exceeds that of the Pharisees, we shall not even inherit the kingdom of, of heaven. Yeah. When it comes to righteousness. It's like the Pharisees, their righteousness was at a certain level. And then if we were, we are going to uh, uh, reach heaven, we, we need to pass their righteousness. And for the Pharisees, Sabbath, I'm telling you, Sabbath day. Sabbath day. When the Palestinians, Hamas attacked the Jews on the 7th of October, it was on a Sabbath day. 
they knew on a Sabbath day, the people won't work. So I was, I was listening to an account of a lady who survived. And she said, every one of them who lives around the Gaza Strip, around the West Bank, the occupied territories, they have uh, what they call um, bomb shelters. They have bomb shelters. And so once they hear the siren uh, warning them about a missile uh, that has been uh, um, shot from, from the Palestinian territory, everybody runs into their bomb shelter. So she says they were there whilst all the, the things were flying. And then at the point, it wasn't stopping because they get an alarm. They run into their uh, bomb, shel- uh, bomb uh, shelters for about 10, 15, 20 minutes. Then it becomes quiet and everybody comes back out. But this one, it was like 30 minutes, 45 minutes. <laughs> the alarm was on. It's like, tell it, that so it, it sounded very unusual because they are used to it. So even though it was a Sabbath day, they didn't want to take their phones. The wife said she had to open the bomb shelter and go and pick her phone and see what is going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, on the Sabbath day, even phone. They don't turn phone on. They don't check the, they have groups. They don't check the groups. It's work. They turn the light on Friday afternoon. Yeah, Friday, 6 o'clock, they turn the light on. They are not, they are not, they are not getting up to do anything. They don't turn light on. They don't, they don't type on the phone on a Sabbath day. When they realized that, the, Charlie, the missiles were not stopping, and they said, you know what, Charlie, Sabbath day must go somewhere else. <laughs> we have to know what is happening. And then, that was when they discovered that the Palestinians have stormed the occupied uh, territories of the West Bank, and they were shooting and killing people. The righteousness of the Pharisees. I tell you, Jesus said, if you want to enter the kingdom, your our righteousness must exceed that. In the same way, faithfulness is something that is rare according to the Bible. Are you with me? So on a day like, like this, I want us to, you know, um, reflect and check and assess did I do well did I not do well maybe if it's Titus you can find something to say about you right but this one is your own Titus Titus you should examine yourself if you are in the faith it is not a church member that is rare to find it's not a pastor that is rare to find it's a faithful man Somebody who's there. Somebody who has been there. Somebody who's going to be there. Have you been there? Are you going to be there? Should we count on you in 2024? To be faithful? To be consistent? To continue to do the things that you've been doing and even more because you are not satisfied with how and what you did? The Bible says in the book of Revelation, chapter 2, verse 10. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, 
The devil shall cast some of you into prison that you may be tried and you shall, you shall have tribulation. Ten days. Be thou faithful unto death and I'll give thee a crown of life. Wow. Wow. There are things that are going to happen in heaven. You see, there's, there's a major, there's a major um, distinction or split when it comes to what is going to happen when we die. The first major split is that there's going to be a separation between sheep and goats, wheat and tares. There's going to be a separation uh, between those who believed and lived for Jesus and those who didn't believe and lived for Jesus. That's, good. that's, the, that's, the, that's like the foundation of all the separations. Those who be resurrected to life and those who be resurrected to death. Because when the resurrection comes, everybody will wake up. Resurrection is not only for Christians. Resurrection is for everybody. You have to wake up and go to court. You can't sleep. How come you have to go to court and then you are sleeping? No, nobody, nobody, Saddam Hussein, Adolf Hitler, nobody is going to sleep. Everybody wake up. The first, there are two types of resurrections. The first resurrection is for the ones who are alive and it's for Christians. Then, the second resurrection is what death, death and hell will bring out. So, the major, major separation is the left and the right. Is the, is, the, is, the, is the black and the white. Is the good and the bad. Is the righteousness and then the, 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 the evil. When that separation takes place, there is also going to be different types of separations. Are you following? Are you sure you're following? So, let me take hell first. There are different sections of hell. Hell is not one big place, like a big stadium and everybody is there. No, 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 no. Even in the stadium, there are, there are different stands. There are VIP stands. There are places that when you sit, you can, you can follow what is happening better than, than some places. So hell has sections. Depending on the, uh, the level, out of Hitler's hell, it's not going to be the same as a Guyanese uh, brother who didn't believe in Jesus and just lived a normal life and went to hell. They will not be at the same level in hell. It can be. It cannot be. Because you'll be judged according to your works, whether good or bad. In the same way, in heaven also, there will also be levels. Some people have mansions. In my father's house, there are many mansions. Some people live in apartments. Some people, you have to share a room. (laughs) Some people, you have to share, you have to use a bunk bed. A dormitory. Ah, you are sharing on earth, you are going to share in heaven too. Ah! There are levels. Because, look, listen to this. He says, if you are faithful unto death, it, it means that what God expects of us is faithfulness until the end. Faithfulness unto, uh, until the end. So he said, you cannot be faithful up, up to 2023. 
You cannot be faithful up to 2024. You have to be faithful until the end of time and the end of it all. Amen. And so, what I was trying to tell you earlier is that, if you look at it, he says that, um, if you are faithful unto that, I will give thee a crown of life. Are you with me? I will give thee a crown of life. Which, which means that for those who are not faithful unto death, they will not get a crown of life. You will get another crown, but not a crown of life. Are you, are you there? Are you following? Yeah, no. The, only the faithfulness unto death, they are the ones who will get a crown of life. If you are faithful until 2023, 31st December, you will not get a crown of life. That is why Solomon asked that question. That a faithful man, a faithful man, somebody who stays true to what they are saying, to what they are doing, or what they believe in, until the end, a faithful person, who can find? Who can find? Let me tell you, many people run a race. It's not everybody who gets a prize. Some get gold, some get silver. Some get bronze. And then there are other people who run who don't get anything. You line them up. If you, see, if you see the TV screen, you see it. One, two, three. There are 12 persons. Like that. You don't even know. For somebody to do something until the end. And I have some, I have some things here. Maybe to just give you uh, uh, some pointers. All right? So one of the things you have to look at is be faithful before and after marriage. There are some of you, when your marriage is going well, we don't see you. When marriage is not going well, then we see you. Yeah, I was telling somebody the other day, I said, when, when there's no problem in your marriage, you should watch how you behave. Don't you realize that when there's no problem in marriage, the married couple, they come to church together. When there's a problem, everybody comes by their own, by their own time. Yes. Yeah. You fight and see if you come to church together. You will not. In fact, when you fight, that's when you come to church even early. Because when you wake up in the morning, you want to see he, you want to see she, you want to go to church quick. Faithfulness to God before and after marriage? Who can find? Who can find somebody like that? That the things that you are doing before marriage, that after you are married, you continue to do it? That, that, that's, that's how come it is difficult to work with girls. Because women fall prey to that. When they are not married, their focus is on God. Yeah. Was this Zia I was talking to? Was Zia I was saying that maybe she's not supposed to marry. She said, what, Bishop? I said, well, I just, I, I just feel like just saying it. I don't know, but I just feel like saying it. You're laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I said, I feel like you are not supposed to get married. That's what I told her. I may be right. Oh, I said I may be right. Because for some husbands, their problem is 
how long you, the time you spend in church, albeit it's once a week. Somebody was complaining about his wife. And I was saying, how, how often do we come to church really? Since Hebron days. And, and you, see, you see the deception. Compare the Hebron days to these days and see when the church was working. It was when you didn't have time to rest. You didn't have even time to go out. That was the time that the church was working. The church was being built. When people felt like this church, you can't go anywhere. You can't wear even uh, uh, clothes to show your shoulders. Those days were the days the church was. Now that you are free to do certain things, look at the church. You should compare and see. I hope somebody's listening to me. They are saying that she's in church from 5 a.m. to midnight. Once a week. It's your birthday, and so uh, the person shouldn't go to camp because it's your birthday. Your head ain't working good. There's water in your head. Winning souls. Working for the Lord until you die. If you can do it, wow. It's a crown of life for you. Because at certain points, people relax. We have been doing this church work for too long. It's time to take a little break. Some people even go to the center by saying that I've been doing this church work. I've not seen what I have gained. Some people go to the center of saying things like that. I have not lost. I don't know about it, but I have not lost. And you can see that I have not lost. A faithful man who can find. Can you be faithful before and after marriage? Can you be faithful? Those who are married here, where are they? Cherry, Eel, Phoebe. Can you? Can you? Can you? Can you? <laughs> Can you? Can you learn the songs you're supposed to learn after you're married? Oh, he tell you sing song. He said, I couldn't learn it. Because you are scrubbing pots. Scrubbing pots and washing and hanging uh, clothes. You need the time to learn the song. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 7 that a, a, a woman who is not married thinks about the things of God. And a married woman thinks that pleases the husband. When you marry, a boss man has come between you and God. And sometimes you, it's like, sometimes if you look at it, you have to satisfy the boss man instead of God. If you don't do that, family members and people come in and say, that's not how you marry. You, too, you can't stay single. <laughs> I think it's better to stay single than to marry and be unfaithful to God. After all, there's no marriage in heaven. You can go to heaven, your husband can go to hell. So the mansion that you get, you'll be there alone. <laughs> Are you with me? Yeah. Be faithful before and after having children. I'm giving you pointers. The Bible says, a faithful man who can find. And I'm, I'm giving you pointers. Children before and after. Now, after you, you got a child, we don't see you anymore. Look at all the media people who have, who have children now. 
<laughs> watch, watch them one by one. Watch them. Watch them. Watch them. Those who can't leave their, their children for anybody to take care of them whilst they do the things they have to do in the church. <sighs> A faithful man. Somebody who is the same way. You see, things change in life, but it doesn't mean that you should change. Or times change, but it doesn't mean that you should change. It should be a constant equation in the changing scenes of life. Before and after marriage, before and after children, yeah. before and after children, how do you manage yourself? To continue doing the things that you do. A faithful man? Please add the other part. A faithful man? A faithful man? A faithful man? Oh, I can't hear you. A faithful man? Is it not true? <laughs> you want to argue with Solomon? Be faithful through all the changing scenes of life. The changing scenes of life. Yeah. Let me challenge Solomon. Solomon had a lot of people to deal with. And he looked quietly and he realized that when it comes to people, today they are there, tomorrow they are not. Today they are here, tomorrow they are not. So he asked himself in the chapter 20 of his proverbial book, verse 6. Hey! Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness. They will tell you a good reason why. It's almost as, as if you are trying to find fault with them and they, 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 don't, they, they don't, you, it's you, it's the bishop, it's the church, it's this, trying to find fault with them. That's how people, because they proclaim their own goodness and you are not trying to say that something is wrong with them. You are the one that is a bishop who is trying to make them look bad. <laughs> you see, if you look at Solomon, for example, King Solomon, if you compare it to when Jacob married uh, Rachel and Leah, in those days, by custom, a wife is giving a house help. So, in those days, if, if, if you marry Akima, Akima's family gives her a helper. It's not now that when you go, you go alone that you struggle. When you give birth, you don't even know who to give the child to. You are going back to work after three months. In those days, it wasn't like that. They were not even going anywhere. And if they were going anywhere, there were people in the house to leave your child with. Ah, Shona! <laughs> you see, human beings think we have become wise, but in our wisdom, it has brought us sufferings. If Akima is a housewife, it's going to be very difficult for her. Because she, she has to get busy every day for 24 hours, for seven days. She can easily get frustrated. 
But when Akima gives birth, three months she has to go back to work. They told Joshua, which daycare? You have space at your daycare? Is your place a nursery or daycare? And do you have space there? They, sh- they surely have. Ah. Then she can't find any place. And then she has to go back to work. Problem. Mika, isn't that a problem? If, if your mother wasn't in your life, if your mother wasn't in your life, bald head girl, you'd rather be a bald head woman. <laughs> So, so you see, so your mother is the example of what I'm talking about. That when you go into marriage, you, you go with somebody. So, so you can continue your fancy lifestyle. Yeah. Every, in those days, you go with the house help. Now, Solomon married 700 women. It means that there were what? 1,400 people in the house. Then 300 concubines who, because of the king, they probably also had... So, so the 1,000 is actually 2,000. And these people were connected to other people. So in Solomon's private life, he was managing over 2,000 human beings. I mean, apart from those who clean, those who dress him, those who... Who sow, those who cook, those who take care of the sheep, the horses, the goats, the children. Solomon's household. Solomon's household. That's why he's the he's the wisest king ever, because he had to run this family, he had to run this group of people for the rest of his life. That's how wisdom is a principal thing. He's the one who's saying that. We are waiting for the, the guy who takes care of the horse to come at nine. He comes at nine twenty-eight. And when you ask him, he says, Oh King, live forever. That's how he starts. Oh King, live forever. Thy servant set off very early, but there was traffic on the harbor bridge. Most men will proclaim everyone his own good. The person will never agree to the fact that they Something has changed. He worked with people. He studied people. Even the woman, he saw how when he, he, he got some of them younger and then as time passed, as they got children, they changed. I prefer a housewife any day. Any day. I don't care what you do in the house, but I prefer a housewife. <laughs> I don't care what you do. You can watch Facebook. Uh, I don't care, but you have to be in the house. <laughs> and when I come, you have to smile. When I'm leaving, you don't have to complain. You can't have a w- woman like that these days. Rare. Yeah. And then it means that you should also... Uh, I'm settled for the one salary and what he can do. And not complain. 
I have only one black shoe for six months. You can't complain because it's one salary. So it is okay. You have chosen a particular lifestyle. So it is okay. Look at what a woman going out to work has brought us. Yeah. Yeah. So Solomon asked this question. A human being who is faithful? Who is faithful? Who is there? Before and after marriage, he's still doing what he has to do. Before and after children, he's still doing the things he has to do. All the changing seasons of life, he is still the same. God watches us. When you come to church and you don't smile, you don't dance, God sees it. And he sees when you come to church and you smile and dance too. It's not faithfulness. It's not faithfulness. Remember, faithfulness has a reward. It's a crown of life. So 2023, you have done some things. I would say that if I were you, I would use this scripture. He said, I will not proclaim my goodness. I didn't do any, I didn't try at all. Because indeed, indeed, you are tired since April. Since April, you are tired. And in fact, if you look around you, you yourself should know that as a pastor, you have not been fruitful at all. There's nobody in the church you can say that on a Sunday morning that you have people that you have given birth to. I have to come and preach to an empty church. And you have complaints, you have something to talk about about you your own goodness so let us let us let us look at faithfulness as we enter into a new year i believe it's a very unique unique year because 31st december um um i mean uniquely has fallen on a sunday where god is inside your last day of the year and so it, it must really motivate and encourage us to put the right things in the right place. It's not a Tuesday that we, we, we don't come to church. We, are, we, we went to work. We are tired. This is, and we are coming in the evening to come and show our tired face to God. It is a Sunday. It's a Sabbath day. For some people, I think you, some people will be here all day. Some people will go and come and all of that. But whatever it is, I want you to reflect on the word faithfulness. And whether we can find faithfulness in you as we go along. Stand to your feet, please. Father, we thank you. It's a day and a time of reflection. I pray indeed we will Assess ourselves according to your word and launch forth into 2024 with a passion. A passion to stay on course and on track for you all the days of our lives. We long for the crown of life. We can imagine how it looks, but we want to have it on our head someday. Help us to be faithful all the days of our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. 
For booking and more information on the ministry of Victor Collins, please call us on 592-691-5301 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com. God richly bless you.